noticed on June 18th, my Facebook memories were quite poignant. War makes possible all such crimes and outrages. And war comes in spite of the people. When Wall Street says war, the press says war. And the pulpit promptly follows with its amen. In every age, the pulpit has been on the side of the rulers and not on the side of the people. Eugene Debs We socialists say, take possession of the mines, call the miner to work and return to him the equivalent of the value of his product. He can then build himself a comfortable home, live in it, enjoy it with his family. He can provide himself and his wife and children with clothes, good clothes, not shoddy, wholesome food in abundance, education for the children and the chance to live the lives of civilized human beings, while at the same time the people will get coal at just what it costs to mine it. Of course, that would be socialism as far as it goes, but you are not in favor of that program. It is too visionary because it is so simple and practical. So you will have to continue to wait until winter is upon you before you get your coal and then pay three prices for it because you insist upon voting a capitalist ticket and giving your support to the present wage slave system. The trouble with you is that you are still in a capitalist state of mind. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech In the present system, the miner, a wage slave, gets down into a pit 300 or 400 feet deep. He works hard and produces a ton of coal, but he does not own an ounce of it. That coal belongs to some mine-owning plutocrat who may be in New York or sailing the high seas in his private yacht, or he may be hobnobbing with royalty in the capitals of Europe, and that is where most of them were before the war was declared. The industrial captain, so-called, who lives in Paris, London, Vienna, or some other center of gaiety, does not have to work to revel in luxury. He owns the mines, and he might as well own the miners. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech They, capitalists, always proceed legally for the reason that the class which has the power to rob upon a large scale has also the power to control the government and legalize their robbery. Eugene Debs You need at this time especially to know that you are fit for something better than slavery and cannon fodder. You need to know that you were not created to work and produce and impoverish yourself to enrich an idle exploiter. You need to know that you have a mind to improve, a soul to develop, and a manhood to sustain. Eugene Debs One year ago, I posted this on my Facebook wall. It was the Democrats' embrace of neoliberalism that won it for Trump by Naomi Klein. People have lost their sense of security, status, and even identity. This result is the scream of an America desperate for radical change. They will blame James Comey and the FBI. They will blame voter suppression and racism. They will blame Bernie or Bust and misogyny. They will blame third parties and independent candidates. They will blame the corporate media for giving him the platform, social media for being a bullhorn, and WikiLeaks for airing the laundry. But this leaves out the force most responsible for creating the nightmare in which we now find ourselves wide awake, neoliberalism. That worldview fully embodied by Hillary Clinton and her machine is no match for Trump-style extremism. The decision to run one against the other is what sealed our fate. If we learn nothing else, 
Can we please learn from that mistake? Guess not, Naomi. Here is what we need to understand. A hell of a lot of people are in pain under neoliberal policies of deregulation, privatization, austerity, and corporate trade, their living standards have declined precipitously. They have lost jobs. They have lost pensions. They have lost much of the safety net that used to make these losses less frightening. They see a future for their kids even worse than their precarious present. At the same time, they have witnessed the rise of the Davos class a hyper-connected network of banking and tech billionaires, elected leaders who are awfully cozy with those interests, and Hollywood celebrities who make the whole thing seem unbearably glamorous. Success is a party to which they were not invited, and they know in their hearts that this rising wealth and power is somehow directly connected to their growing debts and powerlessness. There is no room in our hearts for hate except for the system the social system in which it is possible for one man to amass a stupendous fortune doing nothing while millions of others suffer and struggle and agonize and die for the bare necessities of existence. Eugene Debs The truth alone will make the people free. And for this reason, the truth must not be permitted to reach the people. The truth has always been dangerous to the rule of the rogue, the exploiter, the robber. So the truth must be ruthlessly suppressed. Eugene Debs That is the only rivalry there is between the two old capitalist parties, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, the political twins of the master class. They are not going to have any friction between them this fall. They are all patriots in this campaign, and they are going to combine to prevent the election of any disloyal socialist. Eugene Debs no government which is for the profiteers can also be for the people, and I am for the people, while the government is for the profiteers. Rose Pastor Stokes Rose Pastor Stokes, and when I mention her name, I take off my hat. Here we have another heroic and inspiring comrade. She had her millions of dollars at command. Did her wealth restrain her an instant? On the contrary, her supreme devotion to the cause outweighed all considerations of a financial or social nature. She went out boldly to plead the cause of the working class, and they rewarded her high courage with a 10-year sentence to the penitentiary. Think of it, 10 years. What atrocious crime had she committed? What frightful things had she said? Let me answer candidly. She said nothing more than I have said here this afternoon. I want to admit... I want to admit without reservation that if Rose Pastor Stokes is guilty of crime, so am I. If she is guilty for the brave part she has taken in this testing time of human souls, I would not be cowardly enough to plead my innocence. And if she ought to be sent to the penitentiary for ten years, so ought I without a doubt. What did Rose Pastor Stokes say? Why, she said that a government could not at the same time serve both the profiteers and the victims of the profiteers. Is it not true? Certainly it is, and no one can successfully dispute it. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech And here let me emphasize the fact, and it cannot be repeated too often, that the working class who fight all the battles, the working class who make the supreme sacrifices, the working class who freely shed their blood and furnish the corpses, have never yet had a voice in either declaring war or making peace. 
It is the ruling class that invariably does both. They alone declare war and they alone make peace. Yours not to reason why, yours but to do and die. That is their motto and we object on the part of the awakening workers of this nation. If war is right, let it be declared by the people. You who have your lives to lose, you certainly above all others have the right to decide the momentous issue of war or peace. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. I'd rather vote for something I want and not get it than vote for something I don't want and get it. Eugene Debs. It's almost as if he could see Joe Biden coming. The poor ignorant serfs had been taught to revere their masters, to believe that when their masters declared war upon one another, it was their patriotic duty to fall upon one another and to cut one another's throats for the profit and glory of the lords and barons who held them in contempt. And that is war in a nutshell. The master class has always declared the wars. The subject class has always fought the battles. The master class has had all to gain and nothing to lose, while the subject class has had nothing to gain and all to lose, especially their lives. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. When the Bolsheviki came into power and went through the archives, they found and exposed the secret treaties. The treaties that were made between the Tsar and the French government, the British government, and the Italian government, proposing, after the victory was achieved, to dismember the German Empire and destroy the Central Powers. These treaties have never been denied nor repudiated. Very little has been said about them in the American press. I have a copy of these treaties showing that the purpose of the Allies is exactly the purpose of the Central Powers, and that is the conquest and spoliation of the weaker nations. That has always been the purpose of war. What does neoliberalism mean? Apparently it means not yours. How stupid and short-sighted the ruling class really is. Cupidity is stone blind. It has no vision. The greedy, profit-seeking exploiter cannot see beyond the end of his nose. He can see a chance for an opening. He is cunning enough to know what graft is and where it is and how it can be secured, but vision he has none, not the slightest. He knows nothing of the great throbbing world that spreads out in all directions. He has no capacity for literature, no appreciation of art, no soul for beauty. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. Scott Nearing! You have heard of Scott Nearing? He is the greatest teacher in the United States. He was in the University of Pennsylvania until the Board of Trustees, consisting of great capitalists, captains of industry, found that he was teaching sound economics to the students in his classes. This sealed his fate in that institution. They sneeringly charged, just as the same usurers, money changers, Pharisees, hypocrites, charged the Judean carpenter some 20 centuries ago that he was a false teacher and that he was stirring up the people. The man of Galilee, the carpenter, the working man who became the revolutionary agitator of his day, soon found himself to be an undesirable citizen in the eyes of the ruling knaves and they had him crucified. And now their lineal descendants say of Scott Nearing, he is preaching false economics. We cannot crucify him as we did his elder brother, 
but we can deprive him of employment and so cut off his income and starve him to death or into submission. We will not only discharge him, but place his name upon the blacklist and make it impossible for him to earn a living. He is a dangerous man, for he is teaching the truth and opening the eyes of the people. And the truth, oh, the truth has always been unpalatable and intolerable to the class who live out the sweat and misery of the working class. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. Eugene, you should see what they do now to children from other countries. Why, the other day, by a vote of five to four, a kind of craps game, come seven, come leaven, they declared the child labor law unconstitutional, a law secured after 20 years of education and agitation on the part of all kinds of people, and yet by a majority of one, the Supreme Court, a body of corporation lawyers, with just one exception, wiped that law from the statute books, and this in our so-called democracy, so that we may continue to grind the flesh and blood and bones of puny little children into profits for the junkers of Wall Street. And this in a country that boasts of fighting to make the world safe for democracy. The history of this country is being written in the blood of the childhood the industrial lords have murdered. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. And this is about Rose Pastor Stokes. And when the farmers, the men and women who were in the audience she addressed, when they went to Bismarck, where the trial was held, to testify in her favor, to swear that she had not used the language she was charged with having used, the judge refused to allow them to go upon the stand. This would seem incredible to me if I had not had some experience of my own with the federal courts. Who appoints our federal judges? The people? In all the history of the country, the working class have never named a federal judge. There are 121 of these judges, and every solitary one holds his position, his tenure, through the influence and power of corporate capital. The corporations and trusts dictate their appointment, and when they go to the bench, they go not to serve the people, but to serve the interests that place them and keep them where they are. Eugene Debs, The Canton Speech. Happy Father's Day, three years ago. No, that was much more than three years ago. That girl in the picture is 18 years old now. Here's my other daughter. That was taken in 2008. This is with my middle son in 2017. So happy Father's Day, Eugene Debs. May you live forever.